Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Joseph. And you're listening to the Houston Pipecast, your home for everything pipes and tobacco in Houston and beyond. Hey, Joseph, how you been? I'm pretty good, Eric. How about yourself? I'm pretty good. It is a little weird because we are acting like we are just talking to each other for the first time when really you've been here for a while and we've been awkwardly staring at these microphones, but <laughs> uh, I've been good. I've been good. Uh, just got this uh, Costello in, which you've already seen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys can't see this, but uh, it's an old Sea Rock, so kind of like a rusticated finish, and it has this like fumed top to it, so kind of dark at the top, lighter at the bottom. Uh, but it's my first panel pipe, and uh, for the longest time I hated hated them. I hated them. They're like just really ugly, but for some reason this one stood out to me. Uh, you brought a new panel pipe too, didn't you? You picked I, something up. I picked up a Brevia Saviato. It's got some soft panels on it, and the thing I liked about this one is it does have a round shank instead of a uh, square shank. I'm going to be firing that up in the next few days, seeing how that works out. So round shank on a panel pipe, usually it would be panel? So I think for a four square, which is a panel billiard, typically you're going to see a square shank on that. Okay. Now, when you were coming over here, I was thinking we'd both be smoking our panel pipes, but you said that you hadn't done any pre-pictures. Or what did you call it? Reference pictures. Reference pictures. So, any pipe I get in, I do like to take pictures of the state it's in, whether it's the state or new, just for reference in the future if, you know, anything happens to it or not. Uh, it's really helpful. I've found fills and pipes before that... I thought were Nick's very small fills that uh, Peterson Belgique you've seen. Mm-hmm. Had a fill just pop out after about a year or two of having it. Didn't notice there was a fill, very small. Thought it was a sand pit or a den or a drop or something that happened to it. Went back to the pictures and sure enough, in the pictures you could see that very lightly colored fill in that spot. So I think reference pictures are a good thing to have to go back and check on things. So really for your own edification? Pretty much. Okay. Because, so, like, <laughs> like, I have, like, my own, like, neuroses when it comes to, like, pipes and tobacco. Usually it's more on the tobacco side. I have, like, a spreadsheet that, like, it stresses me out. Every time I get in, like, a new shipment of tobacco, I'll just, like, pile it up in, like, my cabinet. And I'll just look at it and I'll just, like, my blood pressure will be rising because I know that I have to, like, catalog it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we all have those little things we do. with You know, it is a hobby, so... Everyone focuses on different things, and, you know, we have our own systems that, I guess, keep it fun for everyone. And that's actually a good, like, I think, transition into, like, our segment, our first segment, which is, like, why a pipe club? Right. Because these discussions that I have with my wife... It means nothing to her, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I start talking and I can just see, like, her eyes glaze over. Yeah. But, uh, so when did you first join the Houston Pipe Club? I think it was, I don't remember if it was winter or earlier in 2012, but it was 2012. Um, one of the first meeting, we met Corey, our president, the Houston Pipe Club. 
A lot of the guys that are still going there that we still see from time to time are almost every meeting. But uh, from the very first meeting, it was very enjoyable, you know, great way to meet other people that are interested in the shared hobby of ours and learning more information about it. So what was it like for you, like, walking in there, like, that first time? Had you ever been to, like, any sort of, like, pipe club or anything like that before? I had not. I've been to things like Cigar Fest. Of course, like most of us hang out with, you know, the friends we have that, that smoke pipes, either out and about or, you know, at each other's homes. But, you know, it was different just walking in. You know, we meet at Stogie's first Friday of the month, walking in, seeing folks in a cigar shop, sitting around smoking pipes, and uh, just pulling up a seat to the table or sitting on the couch there. And, it, you know, it's a very welcoming environment. You know, we're all there to partake in something that we all really enjoy. And there's just, going back to the fixations we have, you know, talking about earlier, you have guys that might be collecting GBDs, you have guys that are collecting Castellos or other Italian high grades, and everyone's got this different set of information to, you know, that they have to share with everyone. So, you know, between the welcoming environment and just the wealth of knowledge you can get from going to a pipe club, because, you know, every community has their own keepers of information that, that you know, that share freely. Sure. Um, yeah, that's a big value to pipe clubs to me. It is interesting because it's almost like there's so much more information that's passed on, like, orally yeah. from person to person within our uh, hobby. Absolutely not written down most of it. <laughs> no. Uh, you can see, like, a lot of opinions, like, on the forums and whatnot about, like, what may have happened. or But that is definitely the asset of having, like, these older guys that have been around for a while, you know, kind of in the hobby. Yeah. I know my first time, like, coming to Stogie's for the Pipe Club, um, just for reference, I'm not a native Houstonian. I've been here for about my eighth year. Um, my wife and I realized that we could never pay off my student loans if we continued to be teachers in Indiana, and it turns out Houston's, like, a good place to be a teacher. Uh, but when we got down here, we realized, oh, we don't have any friends down here. We don't know anybody, so got very lonely, right? So uh, I know I like pipes, so I remember just going uh, to the Goog, search link, <laughs> like uh, Pipe Club Houston, and then sure enough, like Stogie shows up, and I remember just like walking down there the first time and going there, you know, it's kind of like darker, you got like these like bright lights, like lighting up like lighters and cutters, uh, there's some somebody playing dominoes, right, at a table. And in the corner, there's like this large table. Um, I did not have the privilege of sitting down when I first went to my first meeting because you'd see this like table in the corner full of like just like a ton of mason jars, uh, large bags, um, pipes, cleaners. And then you have like those people like circled around this table in seats. And then you have like another layer like four or five people like yep. standing over them <laughs> just trying to be in the conversation but i remember i went in there and uh i brought like this pipe that i had made for like my, my groomsmen because i was just looking for some feedback and it was like just super ugly it's like <laughs> so ugly and um uh i remember at the, i met yogi at the yep. first meeting and uh uh if you ever get the privilege of meeting yogi you'll 
won't be able to forget him. Absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, I, he just like pulls me aside. He's like, like in a hush voice, like, do you know who that is? That's Mike Butera. I'm like, oh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I didn't know uh, that we had like this like famous pipe carver and like you know former owner of like Esoterica Tabacchiana and like he's just been in the industry for like, a long time a yeah. giant that I didn't know about right yeah. came in there being like Light Petersons you know <laughs> but uh, yeah there's just like, a lot to be learned from those conversations that you have with people oh yeah um, I'm sure every club has you know a lot of serious collectors and People new to the hobby, those guys really help point you in the right direction. You know, you get information even if you don't go to shows yourself. You know, you have the guys that go to the shows every year, have been for the last 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And just talking with them, you know, you're telling them things you like, they're telling you things they like. But having those conversations, they might tell you some things that you're not familiar with. Directions you might want to go with your collection, new tobaccos you might want to try. Not necessarily new as in recently released, but things you haven't tried before. Yeah, I think I had been like smoking for like nine years or so, uh, you know, very occasionally. And I was just smoking like nothing but aromatics. And I had like a couple random blends. Um, I had some Virginias uh, or some Burleys that weren't like overly aromatic. Yeah. And I picked up. Uh, an English blend because I thought it smelled interesting. But I remember I went to this one meeting and uh, our our friend Gary uh, had brought like uh, this jar of Christmas cheer from 2000. So like just like this ancient tobacco. And I remember trying and being like, oh, this is like very different. Yeah. I've never had anything like this. And uh, just having the ability to sit down with people and like to try things that you'd never try. Because I remember like like I used to go to smokingpipes.com and just like look at the pipes. And then I'd click on the tobacco section. I'd be like, who can like even like manage looking at this and figuring out what they should buy? Because it all just like means nothing, yeah. right? Just like an overwhelming amount of choices. But you're right. It's like it's totally, it's really good to have somebody who can point you in the right direction or like, oh, if you don't, if you haven't tried this, maybe you should try this because I think this would be different for you. And I think that it's good, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of bad tobaccos out there. There's something out there for everyone. <laughs> if it exists, somebody's smoking it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, why another pipe podcast, right? Um, I know there's been a few like strong standing podcasts been out there plugging along for a, a long time. And a few that will kind of come in and out. Uh, but for us, the purpose of this podcast is to expand our club. So essentially our club, uh, that vibrant kind of dynamic that we talked about as we showed up for the very first time, um, was largely destroyed by COVID. Yeah. Yeah, during the lockdowns, uh, we tried to keep it alive. We did some virtual meetings. But really, our meetings have always been, always been very informal. Right, and there's not been a lot of structure to them. So when uh, it went to just virtual meetings, we saw like a a reasonable show showing at first, maybe like six or so people that would show up, but it kind of like slowly dwindled down. Yeah. 
I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that we didn't actually have like these events or procedures that we do actually during our meetings. Yeah, it was basically just show up and smoke virtually together. Yeah. Which is great, but uh just feel like there needs to be some more like kind of like things to do and to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, we tried some like uh giveaways after, after a while. I think it'd be fun to do like some like actual like reviews. Yeah. But uh really this this podcast again is just to like uh I guess make people aware that our club exists um and to try to find people kind of where they're at, you know, because maybe you'll go if you google Houston Pipe Club you'll see that it exists and you'll now see that there are actual like updates on the on the website. Yeah. Right? Um but other than that, we just need to like kind of get it out there. Oh yeah. So uh this podcast will actually be released prior to our first revamped virtual meeting. So uh uh if you're listening to this your one listener who maybe is going back in time after finding us 10 episodes in, uh, then you'll have missed uh, the July uh, in-person meeting. Uh, but this is being released prior to the first virtual revamped meeting, which is taking place uh, on the third Friday of July. So, Joseph, I have some uh, some questions for you. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, so, we're moving into our uh, one-word description segment. So, try this out, Joseph. I'm going to give you a word or a phrase or... Your job, basically, is just to respond with, like, one word. The best word that you can think of to describe the thing that I'm telling you about. Okay. Uh, so the theme for today is uh, pipe brands. Okay. Uh, so, Savinelli. Italian. <laughs> Start off strong. <laughs> it is Italian. Okay. Uh, Peterson. Peterson. Tubular. Tubular. As in, like, hang loose, like 90s tubular, or as in, like... A lot of tube-like designs. Tube-like Love designs. Peterson. Yeah, <laughs> meaty, tubey. Yeah. That's awkward. Okay, uh, <laughs> how about uh, Briarworks? Briarworks. American. American. Yeah. S- strongly American. Strongly. Formerly kind of manufactured in China, but now all in America. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chacon. Um, I have to go with the uh, classic. Okay. I thought for sure you're going to go with French. Just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with country of origin. Uh, okay, last one for you. I'm going to try to say this correctly. Boot Chacan. Defunct. Defunct. <laughs> because. They are no... Why defunct? As far as I know, uh, they are no more. They went bankrupt 
two years ago, I think. So, uh, any new BC pipes you find are going to be uh, new old stuff, as far as I know. Okay, so if you're getting it, it was made a while ago. At least a couple of years. All right. Okay, so uh, we don't, so we're moving into our mailbag segment. This is episode one. Uh, but we can put a question out there to you. Um, so if you're listening to this and you want to give us some feedback, uh, we want to know what you think about panel pipes. So I am smoking a panel pipe for the very first time today. So what do you, what do you dear listeners, think about panel pipes? And let's go ahead. If you show up to the virtual meeting, let's make that the theme. All right. Bring your panel pipe. Sounds like a good thing. Okay. So... With that, that's the end of our very first podcast. Uh, Joseph, where can uh, the people find you? They can find me at uh, Instagram, J-M-N-I-C-O-T. And any questions for the Houston Pipe Club will be Houston Pipe Club mailing list at gmail.com. Or HBC mailing list at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, and I'm Eric. You can find me at eric.hpc on Instagram. Uh, or uh, you can, again, just direct your questions to the Houston Pipe Club's website. A little awkward after edit here. You can send questions for the show to HoustonPipeCast at gmail.com. Okay. All right. We did it. Episode one. Wheels didn't come off. We did not.